Welcome to the Kinkle Fritz and Friends podcast. If you want to hear the show, you can find it on Family Life Radio. If you want to find a station near you, you can go to myflr.org or stream it online. And Misty, thanks so much for listening. Some highlights from today's show. You know, who is the Family Life Radio morning show record holder for Kinkle Fritz and oh. Friends? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's what we're talking about. Who is the possibly the oldest person listening right now? Oh. Who has the youngest person listening? Ooh, I like that. Are they young enough they can't talk? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a listener from the smallest town. Oh, that would be fun. How about the mm-hmm. most unique job? Who has the most... We could have our own little world records. I like it. Yes. Our Guinness Book of World Records for... Ankle Fritz and Friends. I like it a lot. Oh, we want be to so fun. appreciate you for your accomplishment, whatever that might be. <laughs> yeah. Let us know. The reward is um, our appreciation. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you appreciate us appreciating you. Now, yeah. my favorite award was from Little League when I was a kid. It said, The Biggest Hustler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Show the most hustle. Well, there you go. <laughs> My goodness. That's funny. <laughs> go, Kink. Thank you. Woo. Look at him hustle out there. He's not very good, but he's hustling. <laughs> he sure is running around. So, how about you? What's your. Uh, it doesn't have to be an award, just something that's unique about you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is it? 888 9976. If you want to talk, because, well, I don't know. Maybe there's no word for that, too. You can text us at 58326. So if you ever want to talk, our number is 888-888-9976. Jeff is with us. What's on your mind? I always heard in the Bible that it was, I, I believe the verse goes something like uh, praying like a frequent cough. So it's a, it should be something that you're doing all the time, talking to God, questioning Him about what He wants through you. And then I just thought that I'd throw that in there for you guys. Well, you're right. The Bible says to pray without ceasing. And that's yes. another skill mm-hmm. that's hard to manage. It really is. It reminds me of a really, really old book. We don't even know the guy's full name. It's Brother Lawrence that wrote it. It's called Practicing in His Presence. And the idea is no matter what you're doing, you're trying to have a conversation with God, which is a difficult discipline because your mind wanders. 100%. So menial tasks like uh, you're doing the dishes. Is there a way I can do the dishes while praying or thinking, even just thinking about God? Yeah. Meditating on Him. It's, uh, How much different would my commute be if instead of thinking about what the person in front of me at the red light did to me, I just stopped and, and spent some time with God? Yeah. I bet a lot different. Right. <laughs> True. I've done that pretty much uh, every day as I've Instacarted and shopped for people's groceries. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a menial task. I'll be in the store and, and talk to God and tell me to help me get the uh, reins together <laughs> if something yeah. isn't going right. Well, that's cool. That's good. I like that. Yeah. You know, you intentionality. Should, <laughs> yeah. You know, you should deliver your groceries with these groceries been prayed over. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the tools every adult should have. I saw this list and I agree with it. See if you agree, or should something be added to this? What tools do you think are essential? Hammer. Yep. Tape measure. <laughs> screwdriver. And to make it easy, get one of those like four in one screwdrivers, you know. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> tongue and groove pliers. It's funny. I've never heard them called that before. 
Then yeah. I looked it up, and another term for that is channel locks. And I remember what oh, those yeah. are. Oh, okay. It's the adjustable plier type thing. Uh, mm. A level. <laughs> uh, this is very important. You're gonna. So you're not like me, and you just keep adding holes until you get it right. Yeah, exactly. Yep. If you want something level <laughs> on the wall or whatever. <laughs> Utility knife. Cordless drill and interchangeable bits. I agree with this yep, one wholeheartedly. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Very important. Magnetic stud finder. Oh, magnetic? And uh, <laughs> this uh, one, I can't use it. What? Keeps going off near me. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say. If, <laughs> We're waiting for the yeah, dad joke. Come on. If your husband doesn't point the stud finder at himself and go, found one, are you even married? <laughs> Family Life Radio. Family Life Radio, we are Kankle Fritz and friends. We have Darlene Santor with us. She goes as Coach Dar. And uh, you have written the book, The Art of Bouncing Back. Find your flow to thrive at work and in life anytime you're off your game. You said it's a masterclass in resiliency. Love to hear a story of what you've bounced back from. We're having to bounce back, you know, from things all the time. And in life, we get taught how to run business. We get taught how to play an instrument, but no one's teaching us the mental tools of how to actually handle life, how to get better at bouncing back. And mine really came from early start when I saw my mother go through a heart attack. She went through a triple bypass. It was Mm. at 40 years old. Oh, wow. But it was incredible what I watched her bounce back from and how she did it. And then I started out as an occupational therapist helping traumatic brain injury and stroke patients and spinal cord patients have to help them bounce back from the most extreme odds. I mean, my whole career was built around that. And then at 25, I had gone to go see a chiropractor. I'd hurt my back. And when they manipulated my neck, they ripped the artery to my brain and I bled in the brain. (gasps) What? And suffered a stroke. Yes. One of those just freak incidences, but everything changed at that moment. Mm. The trajectory where I thought life was going changed. And I'm 47. I've had a lot of bounce back and I've had three strokes total. And the last one was just about three and a half years ago. So sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. What are some steps to actually bouncing back? How'd you do it? The main thing that's helped me bounce back is having faith. I say all the time, I'm not sure I could have endured what I've endured, nor I I don't think my family would have if we didn't have faith. So faith was at the center of it. Jesus says that we could do all things through Christ who strengthens us and that he will not leave us or forsake us. And when there were times where I didn't know how I would get up the next day, I thought, well, he said he's never going to leave me. But I needed to get up in order for him to be able to give me that, to start going. And the first principle is embracing it. I want to acknowledge that this is not easy. I want to acknowledge where you are, but we've got to learn to embrace it so we can move from it. We can move into it. We can move through it. Hey, we want to hear your good news. Give us a call right now at 888-888-9976. Sarah is with us. Tell us what happened. I have had an experience with my guardian angel. Oh, yeah. Tell us about it. My husband and I were driving home from his brother's house, and it was pouring down rain. And this lady hits us and knocks us off the road. It was really slick. 
and we stopped abruptly. Uh, I was driving, and the police came, and then the tow truck came after the police left. The tow truck was still there, and I asked my husband, who's that man standing out there next to the tow truck driver? He said, there's not anybody out there. I said, I see him as plain as day. He said, honey, you're seeing things. Mm. Well, the next day, we go over to look at the car at the junkyard, and on the right side, we didn't hit anything with the right side. She hit us on the left. There was a handprint in our front bumper. What? <laughs> there was a handprint in our front bumper. The angel had stopped us and no. waited until we left. I was the only one that could see it. Wow. wow. A handprint in the front bumper. Uh-huh. Where the angel had stopped. It's actually fender, not bumper, fender. Fender, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. The front fender had so a handprint. I just wanted to on. share that. It gives me every time I every time I think about it, it gives me cold chills. Now, when you oh, say yeah. handprint, do you mean like there was like a dirt uh, marking, or was it like no. an indentation of a hand? It, it was an indentation of a hand in the right front fender. Wow. Okay. Oh, man. That's awesome. I got. Yeah. That's oh. cool. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Yeah, and I mean, we stopped abruptly, and we didn't hit anything. That's amazing. Oh my. Goodness. Huh. <laughs> That's wow. incredible. Pray the Lord. Yeah, praise yes. God. And hey, we want to hear your good news. What has God done in your life? Give us a call right now at 888-888-9976. If you struggle with forgiveness on any level, maybe you can relate to this. Uh, we do something called chapel every week here at Family Life Radio. The staff gets together. Uh, every Wednesday morning, there is a message. And last week's was on forgiveness. Yeah, it was. And I felt myself shut down the minute that word was mentioned. Like, it's not a big secret. I've talked about it before. I have a real difficult time with forgiveness. But I did notice, you know, I noticed the minute the wall went up and I was like, whew, this is a pretty so, severe reaction. So, Misty, what you're saying is... Nothing offensive actually was said right away. No. It's just the word forgiveness. And Shuts then- me down because there are so many things that I can't let go of. But it really made me start thinking, well, like, what, what is going on there? Why is it that I have such a difficult time forgiving? And I'm also one of those people that needs an apology. And of course, nine times out of 10, you're not going to get the apology you need mm-hmm. in any given situation. But I, I have to have that apology to be able to even think of letting go. And I was really like pondering that. And I thought, well, you know what that has to be? I think that's a control issue, which I have big problems with control too. It was one of the reasons I walked away from God for 14 years. It, it, it dawned on me finally, like I walked away because I couldn't control him, which is crazy. Like nobody can control God, but that's, that's my desperate need for control. And I was like, is this need to basically force somebody to say thank you before I will give you my forgiveness. Is that rooted in control? Is my whole forgiveness issue actually rooted in control? Hmm. You, you said force somebody to say thank you. You mean I'm sorry? Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Not okay. thank you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I want, I want them to say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I meant I'm sorry. That's yes. interesting. I've never thought of that. You're not, you're not in control of a situation. But the, but the more I think about it, Misty, you are. Mm. You're over in control of whether you do or don't. Yep. No one's making you do anything. You That's decide true. to do it or not. So I'm choosing the negative form of control over the positive form of control. Well, I guess so. I don't know. Even think of it this way. You're, you're actually giving over control 
to the person you're demanding something that you're not going to get. Mm. Yeah, Think that's a good that. point that's because it's what, what, what they're doing to you. You're not independent of what they're doing to you. Mm -hmm. You're dependent on what they're doing to you. Huh. I didn't think of that, Sally. Wow. wow. In yeah. a way, they are controlling you. Mm-hmm. They are. You've lost because control. Because you're, you're not going to be happy until you get what you want from them, meaning they're in control. Wow. All right. <laughs> Need to rewire my brain on this a little bit. Yeah. It really does have a lot to do with perspective in that, is my life ministry to them? Or are, am I completely dependent upon them for their reaction to me? Obviously, it's something I, I relate to and have dealt with myself and have had to really examine myself and do I want to live this way subject to people around me? Mm. Or I do think, I want to believe what God has said about me? That's true, Sally. I think that where I'm getting, where you might be coming from, Misty, is that no one's going to control me. In other words, I'm not going to give you forgiveness because then that's bowing to your wants and needs. But in my stubbornness, I'm actually relinquishing control to them. Right. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> my whole life has been a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. No. no. <laughs> All right. It's time for Little Laughs. Little kids and their jokes. Our number is 888-888-9976. If there is a little laugher out there, just wait for a little bit. Uh, the phone ring. I love talking to little laughers. They're awesome. I know, it's oh, so fun. I think we've got one. Family Life Radio, hello. Hello. Well, hi, who's this? My name is Isla Kate, and I have some good jokes. Isla Kate? Oh. Yes. Well, Isla, how old are you? I am eight years old. All right. I had a birthday yesterday. <gasps> Happy oh. birthday! Thank you. Yeah, now Isla, where are you calling from? Um, Perry, Georgia. Georgia. All right. Isla, I think we're ready for your joke. Okay. Why did the music teacher climb the ladder? Why did the music because teacher climb? Because he cl wanted... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because he wanted... Because he wanted to reach the high note. Oh, of course. <laughs> I have another one. Oh, wow. We oh, got a twofer. Bonus. All right, go ahead. Why did the giraffe not go to elementary school? Why did the giraffe because not go to... Because they were in... Why? <laughs> Because they were in high school. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Makes sense. See, she doesn't obviously trust us at all to know what the answers are. So I'm just going to go. You know what? I don't think it matters what you say. I'm going to laugh. Yep. You're adorable. <laughs> That's so cute. Well, thank you for calling in. No problem. Oh, thank you. Experience hope. Family Life Radio. It's time for that joy report. I've got joy down in my soul. I'm gonna let this feeling take control. Joy. All right, Chris is with us right now, and this sounds beyond crazy. Like I'm having a hard time believing this. You said your mom was a Christian, and your dad worships the devil? Yes. 
Hello. Has proclaimed such at family gatherings and things of that nature. So wow. um, our, our house was like Amityville horror on steroids. So Good golly, man. <laughs> my father's 77th birthday was last week, and I called him, and he started asking me about things, and I said, Dad, I'm going to tell you something that you're probably not going to appreciate. I said, I put your name on a prayer wall. I said, and every day, I have people from all over the world tell me that they're praying for you. I said, Dad, I want you to know that nothing, nothing, nothing you have ever done could ever make God love you any less and that you can't be forgiven for. And he loves you and you're his child. And he cried. Mm. At that point, I I don't know. God is softening his heart and I know y'all are making the difference because I have prayed for this man all of my life. And it's just the magnitude of prayers praying for one lost soul. Mm. But just one lost soul would have an impact on so many lives. The significance of people who pray and the power of God. We forget the power that He has in our lives. And and it is maybe not good news, but it is certainly hopeful news. And Oh, no, 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 no. That, that is good news. <laughs> and you know what? He is going to become a believer. I That is my prayer. Yep, He will. And the fact that He cried was just... Oh my gosh, my dad is like the toughest guy. He's like Chuck Norris on steroids. <laughs> well, that is tough. <laughs> I wow. mean, I mean, it was just it. It hit me. It hit me oh. at that moment. That's so, that means something's going on already. Something is going on. It, it's incredible. So, what kind of joy do you have to report? Call us right now. Triple eight, triple eight, nine nine seven six. Cankle Fritz and friends with you and help for you if you got a broken heart. Oh, I know. We all deal with those at some point or another in life. And maybe you've asked God to heal your broken heart. However, you're refusing to give him all of the pieces. Because, you know, we can offer so much up to God and convince ourselves that we are fully surrendering that broken heart to him. But he knows, like he knows us inside and out. He knows that there is something that we're hanging on to. You know, we're, we're going to other things to try to mend that broken heart. And I saw this really cool analogy that that really reframed it for me. Uh, you know, like imagine God, you hand him a bowl of puzzle pieces and he's like, man, there's, there's a lot of good stuff in here, but there's a piece that's missing. And we're like, that's just one tiny little piece. And you have all this other stuff. I can have that, can I? Look at everything else that I'm giving you. This is no big deal. And then it's no big deal again. And you take back another piece. Mm. And then it's no big deal a third time and a fourth time. And you're taking these pieces back. And before you know it, you have taken every single piece back. and You've given God nothing. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm so guilty of that. I am so guilty of, of laying things at the foot of the cross and then picking it back up the second I walk away. I do this all the time. I think full surrender is so difficult, but you think about how much he can do when we don't surrender, we, we inhibit that. Mm-hmm. the work that he's able to do. So That's good. You know, I think that healing a broken heart involves bravery. Yeah. Because once you're healed, you could get broken again, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's safer just to stay broken. Oh, Hold yeah. on to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, maybe that's why we're not giving it back to him. It's like, ah, I'm afraid. <laughs> what what if this be. happens again? You know, I extend myself out there and how it could happen one more time. I don't know that you ever are immune to that happening. Mm. 
I mean, it's just a, a course of life that someday your heart could get broken again, hopefully with Christ mending those pieces back together. Yeah. And only he can do it. You know? I was about to say, the good news is there is nothing so broken that he can't reassemble it again. Amen. Mm -hmm. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. We'd love to connect with you on Facebook and Instagram where you can share your good news or joy report. Just look for and like FLR Mornings. Thanks for listening to the Kinkle Fritz and Friends podcast heard on Family Life Radio. We would appreciate it so much if you could rate, review, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. You can also find more exclusive content at myflr.org and FLR Mornings on both Facebook and Instagram. And if you support Family Life Radio, thank you.